and Zach on Denver Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan. Outside of Russell Wilson, what is the single biggest need for the Broncos this offseason? And, and and I say, you know, outside of Russell Wilson, that's the way that ESPN uh, framed it because ESPN went through every team and assigned the biggest need for all 32 teams. Okay. And it was a little bit different because with the Broncos, there was like a qualifier in there. It was outside of Russell Wilson. What's the biggest need? And it wasn't like that for everyone. But I think maybe the thought is, well, yeah, the biggest need is for the Broncos to get better quarterback play. Yeah. But outside of that, you look at the entire roster, look at the position groups. What's the biggest need for this football team? Offensive line. That's where where I start. Up front. Got to figure this thing out. Got to be better up front. And got to try to really put um, a much better product out there than what we've seen here the past five or six years. This hasn't been good enough. It's not an easy thing to do, but you got to put some resources into it. you, you got to really go for it. And they've tried uh, with different things and just haven't been able to figure it out. you, you got to figure it out, though. Uh, so for me, that's where it starts. And we got to help Russ out a little bit more. That's obvious here. And I want, to get, I want him to have a fair opportunity this year to really show if he's back or not, if he can do it or not. And and doing that means fixing this offensive line, and that means a better running game. That means more time for Russ. Uh, so I, I think that's where all my priorities are this offseason. What's remarkable is this feels like a segment going into the 2020 season, and instead of using the word Russell Wilson, you would use the word Drew Locke. Of like, hey, we, we, we got we to find out what we have. Or maybe it was going into the 2021 season. Um, gosh, or, or now am I, am I mixing my years up? Yeah, I have well, no idea. Well, regardless, Stoke, it was like, hey, we got to know what we have in the young quarterback. Like, what does a young quarterback look like if he's got the running game, if he's got a good offensive line, and here we are doing it with a guy who's been in the league for more than a decade for different reasons, but everything you just said is fair. And it sounds like Jeff Legwald of ESPN agreed with you. This is what he said to answer that question uh, that ESPN asked. Outside of quarterback Russell Wilson, what's the biggest improvement the Broncos' um, uh, offense needs to make? And it was, quote, a battered offensive line needs attention. All five of the team's expected starters miss multiple games due to injury, and four of them finished the year on injured reserve. There's also the matter of running back, uh, where Javante Williams' multiple knee ligament tears could keep him out well into the 2023 season. But one of the other biggest items is simply confidence. The Broncos haven't averaged more than 21 points a game since 2015. That's a locker room full of players who have yet to experience success on offense, and that might be the heaviest, heaviest, whoa, 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 heaviest lift of all for new head coach Sean Payton. Yeah, uh, so I, I, I'm right there. I mean, I think Broncos country's right there. Also, we, we know this has been a problem and issue. Right tackle, you know, we couldn't find a left tackle forever. And, you know, hopefully Bowles can come back from the injury and be fine. And But, you know, you, 
Reisner's a free agent. What what happens there? And Cushenberry missed a long time last year with an injury towards the end of the season. We hadn't seen him. him uh, we didn't see him much uh, last year. So right guard, uh, Glasgow was filling in a little bit there. And mm-hmm. Miners now, I guess, is what you're going to yep. do. And and, yep. and and but who's our right tackle? Yeah, so you got to put a lot of resources yeah. in, into this into this offensive line, draft free agency, and and try to figure it out. It feels like at minimum there'll be two new starters on the O line, at left guard and right tackle. Yeah, maybe three. Could be at the center position. Uh, could be. Yeah, it's uh, and I mean this football team has some holes to fill other than the line. You know, we gotta. What are we doing about our slot receiver? We're we just gonna say KJ, it's yours again. Is that Can't what do you do that? Huh? Can't do that. Well, what are we gonna do? <sighs> You don't want to see if he can stay healthy. If this, if he can I mean, get the I, job done, I'd, I I I want to see, but I don't think I'm willing to risk what it takes to get to that point of wanting to see. Like if he's your one A plan, who um, who on this who on this football team that's coming back could play slot receiver? KJ and who? I mean, we've talked about Judy. If he just embraced that role, I mean, I've always thought he could dice up the middle of a football field, but. That didn't seem to ever like really come to fruition in their plans. Yeah, right. I mean, you could put him in there. I mean, you could put him in there. I mean, this is move him in and out. Um, he doesn't have to just stay in there. But yeah, yeah, he, he's another candidate. And maybe you do that and like, hey, if if Hamler's not the guy, then you know, we'll, Judy can still be a starter and move inside in three wides in certain situations, and you can mix and match different guys and and try to play it that way. Certainly. The one sure guy, going back to the offensive line, the one sure guy that you know is, if healthy, he's solidified there at left tackle. It's Garrett Bowles, but he's coming off a major injury. So literally every single... Oh, I thought, I thought we were trading him. N- n- nope, not not trading him. Not trading him. Oh. Huh. No, you sure? I thought that's what someone people were saying around town. Not trading Garrett Bowles. Huh. Not looking to trade Garrett I Bowles. I thought he was gone. And like he's like the one thing he's the he's the one thing. It's like if you moved on from Garrett Bowles, your entire offensive line year over year would be different. Your entire outside of what Quinn Miners at right guard, I mean he's the anchor there. So no, definitely not, not shopping Garrett Bowles. But you're hundred percent, ninety nine point nine 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 repeat. Make it sure. Just make because I just remember. you just wouldn't want to do that. You just you just simply wouldn't want to do that. Why would you? He's, exactly. He's 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 the one almost not sure thing because he's not a perfect player, but he's the most sure thing that you got amongst all the most uncertain group on your football team. Right. He's the most sure thing. Yeah. So let's look for a left tackle and a right tackle and maybe a left guard and a center and and then we got all these other holes to fill. Yeah. That's that seems like a good way to start 2023. Come on. Just just use your brain. Just use your brain and go through the process, right? And then, and then, oh, by the way, he missed a lot of last year because of an injury. So, who's going to want to trade for him? And what are you going to get for Bowles? I mean, so is it worth trading him for? I don't know a third round pick, a second round pick. You're no. not getting a first rounder. No, it's not worth it. No, at the left tackle position, when you have no less. nobody to fill that void. It's no. just, it's just ludicrous. Go, sorry, go. No, but but I think Stoke. I think in the years that we've been doing this show. I think this offseason will be the most overhaul in any singular offseason of the offensive line. I could be forgetting a year, but I don't think I am, where we could see four 
new players at their position, or excuse me, three new players at their position at 60% overhaul year over year. Yeah. Be interested to see what happens with Reisner. Uh, he's pretty highly touted, rated out there in free agency, like a top 50 type of player, mm-hmm. um, like act- late 40s yeah, we're, maybe. We're actually going to get to that conversation. Okay, yeah. so uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with him. And I'm still holding, I mean, best case scenario here is Cushenberry is kind of can solidify that center position for us. And then you got Miners. And you know what? we got to try to find a guard, uh, our left guard, if Reisner goes, and a right tackle. Got to figure it out. I don't know how. I don't know where. Uh, free agency, draft, just got to try to figure it out. We need something a little bit more stable there. We were hoping it would be Billy Turner. Yeah. That thing, you're talking about, holy moly. That Add position, it, it, it never materializes. No matter what the plan is, no matter what your expectation, it just never materializes. Nope, it hasn't. But, you know, to be fair, I mean, have we drafted a right tackle? Nope. Have we tried to develop a right tackle? Nope. So, you know, you've you kind of been trying to patchwork it up here. Right. Who could name more starting right tackles since 2017 if we went like one for one? I mean, oh, goodness, that, that, that position has you. been a mess. Yeah. Menelik Watson, Jared Valdeer. I forget about Ju- that, dude. Juwan James. Juwan James. Wow. Billy Turner twice. Juwan lasted like two quarters with the Ravens this year. I felt bad for him. I think he popped his Achilles again. Did he? Yeah. Oh, no. He got in- it was a bad injury again. He lasted like two quarters. Yeah. Holy moly. Sorry, but, go ahead. No, but Billy Turner twice. Um, like Calvin Anderson? Calvin Anderson, Mr. Anderson. Our guy. Tom Compton. Oh, oh wow. my God. He played? Yeah, Tom Compton played, yeah. Oh, wow. Quinn Bailey? Did Quinn Bailey ever Quinn start a Bailey? game? Bailey? Did he, did he ever start a game? <laughs> Holy cow. I mean, there's been... Who else did we have this past year? Uh, did we have someone else besides Calvin Anderson and Billy Turner? Uh, yes, Fleming. Cam Fleming. Fleming was the other one. Good one, Kisner, yes. I knew we had another guy. Had a lot there. of human beings fill that role. Or try to fill that role. Yeah. Just can't figure it out. Do you remember this year, like, um, I think Calvin Anderson thought he was starting, and then, like, the day before, it was like... Yes. They, I think Orlando... I think it was Orlando Franklin, yeah. Uh, ...reported it, that, um, no, we're going to go with Cam Fleming. Yes. And caught everybody off guard. Whew. Yeah. That, that has been a, a, a tricky Gotta one get to follow. Fix, Gotta, Gotta get it fixed, man. Gotta get it fixed. Gotta put the fix. resources... And give it the attention that it deserves. Yep. That's what you have to do. Like, you can't try to, you know, put Flexil on a big hole in the boat. Right. It's not going to hold up. Okay? Unless you're... Only in the commercial. In the commercial. Where they literally cut the boat in half. Right. And then put it back yeah, together. Yeah, that's true. That's, Flexil so, was the wrong analogy. Yeah. You can't put... You a know, ShamWow. ShamWow. Oh, ShamWow. Wow, <laughs> a Band-Aid on a, yeah. on a bullet hole here. Right. Like, you just can't do it. And that's what we've been doing. It's just like, oh, whatever. We'll put it off. We'll put it. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We'll go with the second, third, fourth tier type of guys. You got to give it the attention that it deserves. Offensive line's really important. That's where everything starts. That's right. You can't block. That's right. You don't have a chance. Yep. Right. So look at the team that just won the Super Slareth. Bowl. Go find us a Slareth out there. There's a bunch of Slareths. Go find us one. And and but by the way, look at what Kansas City did to their offensive line over the course of about three years. Yeah. The whole thing reshaped. Yep. So it can be done. You just gotta you gotta do it. Yeah. They did, they did it through the draft. They did it through free agency. Yep. 
Did they, they trade for one? And they did it through a trade. I Orlando get Brown? There if you just let me get there. Just, okay. Just let me get there. I was going through it all step by step. Just won't let me get there. Just wouldn't let me finish across the finish line. You had to step in there and say, what, wasn't it Orlando Brown? Junior. From the Ravens? Junior. ESP. Pray for me. Father's Ash Wednesday. Ash Wednesday. Shout out. You, you see that a lot down south. Yeah? Oh, yeah. A lot. Because it's like a lot of Catholics. They take there. it right from the barbecue pit and do it? <laughs> charcoal. Hey, I'm not going to church today, but hey, charcoal me up. Some of that cat, reach under that catfish and grab me some of that chalk. <laughs> Me up. I am not making a church. I started early today. Mardi Gras was yesterday. Okay. Oh, Mardi Gras was yesterday. So that's when you start. Yes. right from Mardi yeah. Gras to Ash Right, right in the church. Uh, right from the streets. Oh, my God. Of Mardi Gras in the church. Oh, get my ashes and let's go. Hey, take those beads off on your way in. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh. ESPN listed the landing oh, spots for, for the top 50 free agents in the NFL. Where... Did the Broncos intersect with this list? That's coming up next. Denver Sports Station 1043 The Fan presents Stokely and Zach. You look confused. You all right? Here, you need this? Yeah, I do. You, you forgot. Did you, I don't forget know what you happened. teased again? No, I. Oh, never mind. You got it right. You here. put it in your notebook. You were about to blame Kisner. No. Yes, you are. You no. kept looking at him. I was taking notes at some point during a break. Our rundown got lost. All good. I have my. Uh, you recovered. My whoopee, as Mike Evans would call it. Um, ESPN listed the landing spots. For the top 50 free agents in the NFL, where did this list intersect with anything Broncos? So you have a couple things happening here. You have you have two Broncos that wound up on the list of top 50 free agents, and they're, they're coinciding landing spots. And then you have a non-Bronco whose best landing spot is in Denver. You okay. follow me? Yeah, I do. Okay. Two guys on our team that will no longer be here that they have put somewhere else and one guy from somewhere else they have coming here Bingo. in the top 50. Perfect. Okay. Talk to me. Draymond Jones listed as the 16th best free agent in the NFL this season. Wow. Wow is right. So um, he's going to get uh, – that tells you he's going to get paid. He's going to get paid. Okay. It, is, it, is it by Denver? That's the only question. And does Denver I don't franchise so. tag him? I don't think so. Uh, I don't think you franchise tag him. Um, but – it just depends on how you feel about them, you right? Know, and Mike, that's a lot of money it to be is, twenty million bucks, close to twenty million, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen. It's a lot for one year. For one year, what are you trying to do this year? Are you like, are you close to a Super Bowl? I mean, you're trying to win this year. You're trying to. Well, of but, course, you're in the NFL, right? I mean, you're not rebuilding. Is my point. See, I I still think the Broncos are in a rebuild. Zach. If it wasn't for Russell Wilson, that well, one. Well, but that's a big it. That's a big if it wasn't. You paid the guy 200 and, you know, 160 guaranteed. 
That's not a rebuild. This, you just can't it, rebuild. That's, that's, his, that's con- his, his contract is the only thing stopping the Broncos from a rebuild. 5-12 and 12 football team, fired their head football coach, holes all over the roster. I mean, goodness. I, but, but because of Russell's contract, see, I'm so fast, they will never know. What if they never did the deal a year ago? What if they never did oh. the deal a year ago? And he, he had two years left this past year and this year. All right. So if if things took place here in Denver the way that they took place the last two contracts oh. in Seattle, you'd be negotiating this offseason on the heels of throwing 16 touchdowns and what was it? I mean, was it 16? It might have been 14. Mm. I think 14 and 12, something like that. You like, wouldn't be negotiating anything right, right it's just now. Like, you'd be like, hey, go, go play. play your last year, buddy. Good luck. We'll pay you if we have to at the end of the year. If not, bye. So, yeah. Ugh. But Ugh. so yeah, my, why would you do that? My me? my football instinct says the Broncos are in a rebuild, but because of that contract, okay. they're kind of not. Yeah. So where were we? Where, where, where were we? ESPN's got Draymond Jones yes. going to the uh, Chicago Bears. Yes. That's the best fit, according to ESPN. Okay. Draymond and- Jones, Chicago Bears. The Bears have a, uh, a whole lot of money to spend. This I think it's number season. one. I think it's number one in the league. Yeah, it was. Um, I'm trying to pull it up. I just saw it to uh, the number that, uh, but they could possibly be a team that that overpays for them. And Maryland yesterday's talking about you, you got to beat whatever is out there. You, you can't. Yeah, you just can't. I mean, that's not can't be your philosophy. That's the worst philosophy to have. Like. Oh, Chicago's going to give them 22 a year. We'll give you 22.5. Like, what? No. It's not the way you operate. Uh, so it's uh, you just in certain situations, you just can't compete with, with the teams that are at the top of the list when it comes to the cap. And the cap is flexible, but you just can't have an open checkbook to do whatever you want. Do you agree with that or not? I do. But also it's like, and, and, and Cliss said this in his tweet, it's like, What's greater, you know, the cost, you don't want to pay what it might take to keep him, but also you can't really afford to lose one of your top three, top three defensive players at a position that's really hard to find guys who are game changers. And although he hasn't been a special, special player, you're hoping that like this guy. That's the problem. He's kind of, he hasn't, he's not, he's a good player. He's not a special player. Am I am I off no, on that? No, you're not. Bears have ninety nine million, by the way. Ninety nine million. Falcons fifty six. The next closest. Wow. So the Bears are like secretariat. Yeah. To everyone else. And oh, by the way, the Bears have the first pick in the draft. Wow. And a pretty dang good young quarterback to build around if they want to. I mean, you talk about flexibility. A lot of draft picks too for the Bears. A lot of draft picks for the Bears. Raiders are third. Wow. Look at that. Forty eight million. Hmm. Giants fourth, forty-seven, and fifth, the Houston Texans at thirty-eight. Thought Maryland was saying like we were fourth. Well, that's been off a little bit. Got to hold him a little bit more accountable. We're trying. Yeah, I know. It's like it's, a full-time gig. I know. So Broncos aren't in the top five. I can tell you that. Uh, so fourteenth, it looks like right now. Okay. Now you can get more by cutting and restructuring the guys' contracts, and, and stuff they will like that. at some point. Yeah, uh, but. A guy like Draymond, who's you know a top twenty guy on this guy's list, uh, he's going to command a big price. And if it is Chicago, you can't really compete with Chicago if they really want him. You're probably going to watch him move on. I mean, do you tag him to try to trade him? 
Can't just have him walk out for nothing. But do you tag him and all of a sudden you're stuck with him? I don't, I don't mean you're not stuck with you, but you are. Yeah, right? yeah, you're paying yeah. him 17, yeah. 18 million dollars. Right. That's not ideal. Right. And he's not happy. Right. He doesn't get not. a long term deal done. Uh, I, I just don't think you can tag him. All right, uh, there's another uh, name on this list of top 50 uh, free agents that the best fit was the Denver Broncos. Uh, we'll table that until tomorrow and, and talk about that. Uh, in the meantime, what is the latest on this Broncos coaching search? And do we have any semblance of a timeline here as we get into late February? We'll ask our guy Troy Rank coming up next. Listening to Stokely and Zach on Denver Sports Station, 1043 The Fan. What is the latest on this Denver Broncos coaching search? Do we have any semblance of a timeline? And is there any credence to a quote? mystery candidate. I feel like I'm on a game show. To discuss this and more, it's Troy Rank of Denver 7. He's presented by Rocks Heating and Air. It's ROX Rocks Heating and Air. Troy, what are you hearing, man? What's the latest? Well, I mean, again, Sean Payton has uh, promised to be deliberate in his search for his coaches. There's only two teams without a defensive coordinator. That's the Eagles, who were in the Super Bowl, and the Broncos. If he wanted to hire Rex Ryan, he could have hired him last Saturday. He didn't have to wait. Because um, no one else is in the mix for Ryan, as far as I know. Vance Joseph left to go interview with the Eagles. They knew he was going to interview with the Eagles. Uh, Sean Desai has interviewed without an offer. Uh, they like the linebackers coach who also ended up becoming the coordinator for the Cardinals and Chris Richard. So there's four people left. Some of it is Peyton being delivered. He's made it clear not everyone wants to work for him. He's you know, and that's part of it. I I do wonder if the loser in Philly ends up their coordinator between Sean Desai and Vance Joseph, only because if he wanted Rex Ryan, why wouldn't he have hired him last weekend? Now there can be reasons that I'm not aware of, uh, and Ryan is you know his record speaks for itself. I mean he's been a fabulous defensive coordinator, but he hasn't been in the NFL for seven years. Does he want to be all in in this kind of environment with Sean Payton? So. The latest is I would expect they would have a coordinator by the end of the week because they'll be heading to the combine as early as Monday. So you would want your coordinators in place for that event. Troy, um, how about a mystery candidate? Have you heard any names or do you think that could be a possibility where it's not Vance, it's not Rex Ryan, and then all of a sudden, you know, it's, I don't know, it's Chuck Pagano uh, uh, or or someone like that out of the blue that we haven't really been talking about. It would surprise me if it were only because of how deliberate they've made this search. If it is ends up being a mystery candidate, it's someone they've talked to already that we're just not aware of. Because if they were just to introduce a new candidate to this process right now, given how deliberate they've been, when would that hire happen? I mean, I just think they'd like to have that hire in place. I mean, you wouldn't have to, but you would prefer to have that hire in place when you go to the combine. You'd want your main coordinators and head coach together. At that time, at that event, you don't need all your coaches together, but I'd want my special teams coordinator, defense, and offensive coordinators together with me as we're evaluating talent. So could there be? Yes, there could. It would still surprise me. You know, you mentioned Chuck Pagano. He's obviously very accomplished, 
so, I mean, if it were a name like that, obviously it would be someone that's done it. Mike Zimmer? feel comfortable. What's that? Mike, Mike Zimmer? Zimmer? We I mean, kind of heard his name a little bit. I mean, he's, he's been with Sean Payton before coaching, and they come from the Parcells coaching tree, and, you know, he's supposedly on CU staff right up the road. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's supposed to be helping Deion Sanders at CU. Now, obviously the money would be better in the NFL as a coordinator than it would be at CU. That's the name that makes a little more sense because of his connection to Peyton. If again, if their uh, Mr. Kennedy had emerged, and in some cases there have been in this search where I've known of people that have interviewed, and they just kind of got pushed back, and then they're so oh, they could circle back to him. So, but I haven't heard that about Zimmer. I have not. Uh, but I would suggest that if it is a mystery candidate, it would be someone that's experienced that has direct ties to Sean Payton that he would feel comfortable with right away. Troy, uh, our friends at Superbook have Nikola Jokic now minus 350 to win the MVP. CBS Sports came out and ranked the top 50 players. Jokic is number one. The Nuggets have the fourth best title odds after uh, two Eastern teams and the Celtics and the Bucks and just the Suns in the West. These last 23 games, what kind of pressure is on Jokic personally and this Nuggets organization to get near the finish line in terms of the NBA Finals, if not cross it with a championship? Yeah, I mean, this is the best chance the Nuggets have had to reach the NBA Finals in my lifetime. I mean, I grew up watching them, went to games in the 80s when they played the Lakers with Magic Johnson and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and they had Alex English and Dan Issel and Calvin Nash. I mean, just great teams, Fat Lever, great Nuggets teams that never reached the NBA Finals, and they had a chance the year with Chauncey uh, where they were really good here in Denver. But this is the best chance because those Nuggets teams in the 80s were never going to be favored against those Lakers teams. This Nuggets team, I mean, the Suns, listen, on paper, you love them, but because Chris Paul been healthy and, and won a title, did I miss that? He's won a lot of great State Farm commercials, but has he ever won a title? He has mm. real issues staying healthy deep into a season. Has Kevin Durant won recently? He has not, and the idea they're going to gel in 23 games, that's a challenge. I mean, listen, on paper, they're fantastic, but they've compromised their depth to get Durant, obviously, but... The Nuggets, there's no excuses. For me, you've got to get minimum to the Western Conference Final. If you were to lose a you know a great series in the Western Conference Finals, that's something you can live with. But Zach, I would make the comparison to like, you know, the Abs losing in the second round multiple years. In some ways, the Nuggets are in a similar position. You can't keep saying you have the best player in the league, you have the best record, everything's right, everything's set up. I mean, and then you don't make a long run. Right. They need Jamal Murray, though. I mean, it's true. There's no other all-star on the Nuggets. That is true. That is fact. They need Jamal Murray to play like an all-star in the postseason if they're going to get to the Western Conference and finals in advance. Gordon's been fine. He fits perfectly with Jokic. But Jokic and Gordon are not getting you to the conference finals and through. They have to have Jamal Murray play like an all-star in the playoffs for me if they're going to reach the Western Conference finals and go beyond. Troy, uh, Kel McCarr, second concussion here in, I don't know, a couple weeks. Uh, What do you do? How concerned are you with that? Um, And obviously we saw Tua and what he went through and ended up getting a third one um, and and being out the rest of the year. How how do you navigate those waters if you're the Avs? Well, you have to be really careful here when you had two in the same season. And all concussions are different. But I think we all agree that you become a little more susceptible, and I'm not a doctor, but when you've had one and then you have another one, 
that the science would suggest that you really need to be careful now because you're talking about the best two-way player in the game, not for the abs, in the game. And I saw, I thought the Pittsburgh one was just an absolute cheap shot. It was an old-school cheap shot that they've tried to get rid of in the game and legislate out. There was no reason for that to take that shot to the face. And that that's the kind of thing you don't want to knock out one of the best players in the game. But I would be extremely careful moving forward because any chance of them advancing deep into the postseason, they need him. And so while these final games, they have importance, they're trying to get a seed, they, you know, there's a bunch of things going for them, but you can't risk him. You just let the symptoms tell you. I mean, I, I told people this, just because like the playoffs are coming, it doesn't accelerate the symptoms of somebody's injury. You just have to treat the symptoms and let the symptoms tell you what to do. And because that protects the player from himself. And I would just be very careful and want to protect Kale from Kale because he clearly wants to play. But the last thing you want to do is do anything that could jeopardize, jeopardize him long term. Yep, I think that's well said uh, and a perfect place to leave it. Troy, we appreciate your time. Hey, the next time we talk, next Wednesday, will the Broncos defensive coordinator be hired? Yeah, I would oh. I would believe so. I can't imagine. You should set the odds for it. You and Stoke, you're good at it. So <laughs> you know, maybe we could do I, that. <laughs> I, I think it would be what, about plus 350 if they would have one by that next week because that would be three days into the combine. Right. I just can't imagine a scenario where they go to the combine without their defensive coordinator and play either this weekend or by Monday. It just doesn't seem logical at that point to not have it in place. I'd, I'd like to fully agree, but I never thought we'd be here uh, as late as we are in February without those uh, hires um, at this point either. So, all right, Troy, great stuff as always. We'll catch up next week. We'll be reacting to the new coordinators, I'm sure, and we'll, we'll uh, catch up then, okay? Thanks, Troy. Yeah. Okay, there he goes. Troy Rank, Rocks Heating and Air. It's ROX Rocks Heating and Air. Yeah, I, this whole, it's taken a long time. It's And if it was Rex, if you wanted Rex, it seems like you could have got it done. If you, if you want advance, you could have got it done. To me, yeah, right. I think he. I mean, I think it would have been pretty simple. Like he would take this job over gambling about the Eagles' job, right? Right, right. And so it's like, okay, what are we doing? Is this why the mystery candidate is being floated out there because they really don't like either one of these guys? And you know, kind of starting over. Last time we had a lull like kind of this was during the head coaching search. It was like, oh. Oh, you flew to Ann Arbor. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, why. Yeah, that's yeah, why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So, like, they were resetting the coaching search, the head coaching search, right? That's yep, what happened. Yep. So, to me, it's almost like they're resetting the defensive coordinator search almost. And and that's that's where my mind goes. I don't know. No no clue. Just just thinking out loud. Yeah. No, I like it. Uh, we, are, we are going through this together. It is fluid as fluid gets. So uh, we could come in here tomorrow reacting to a new hire. Next 48 hours. Next 48 for hours sure. feels for safe sure. yeah. of, 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 of a net to cast. Okay, last week there was a report that the Broncos were trying to shop Jerry Judy right up until the trade deadline. Are they now trying to shop another guy in the same room? It's next. It's Stokely and Zach on Denver's Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan. Walking in about a mile away.
away. Bean just had to take her phone and I just took her smile away. Okay. She said okay. I'm drunk and crazy. She don't like the way I dance. I said you don't have to join this. I never, I never, I've never jammed to this. This is like the new hybrid. The new hybrid strain. Right. Is it Morgan? Yeah. Just take me around, 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 around. Wall and Wednesday. Uh, I like it though. It's one of his new ones then, huh? Shake a finger. It's, it's maybe a year old at that. Oh, so yeah, it's that old. Yeah. Okay, well, it's not one of his new ones. Does this like piss off like traditional country? Because you got like in the background, you got the, like the beat, like it's sort of hip hoppy. Probably. But I think, um, like, I like it all. Like, I, 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 you know, the old school country, mm-hmm. Stapleton, with, then you got the Aldine, a little bit more up tempo. And this is, but this isn't Morgan style per se all the time. So, right. a little bit different. All right, all good. Okay. Last week, hip hop with. 100%. I mean, this yeah. is a full blown hybrid here. I mean, you got the drums and the. Like, I mean, that's that's hip hop. Okay. Last week, there was a report that the Broncos were trying to shop Jerry Judy. I got real questions how he's going to handle this. But uh, I know we uh, talked about it yesterday. Yeah, I know you do. But I, I am right. very curious what his attitude towards the Broncos will be. Because I'm assuming they're going to pick up his fifth-year option. That means he's under team control for another couple years without uh, you know the bag right now. right? Because a lot of these wide receivers will get paid after three years. Yeah. We're going to see that with Justin Jefferson, right? Oh, yeah. Like, that guy's going to get a new deal. Same class as Judy. Justin Jefferson's getting his deal. Will C.D. Lamb get a deal? Yes. Think, this year? Yes. Okay. I do. So, you look at a couple guys getting paid um, at the at the least. I don't know. I'm trying to think of who else was in that first-round draft class that could get paid. Uh, yeah, I mean, those two for sure. Those two for sure. Well, Justin Jefferson for sure. I don't know about CD. I'm, I'm not. I don't know what their cap situation is and what they're trying to accomplish uh, with with this off season. But uh, I mean, how do you think he feels about it and and will respond to it and hearing the, that they were shopping him? If I had a total guess, and this is nothing but a total, total, well, total I mean, guess, we're not thinking that you've been talking to him. I well, been texting. I mean, like we know that, so it's yes. It's a, to- it's, it's a, it's a total, total guess. guess. Thank you for clarifying that. I would assume he's got a bad attitude about it. I would say um, you're probably right. He doesn't like it. Probably not. Probably not. But he's going to be a Bronco until he's not here. And hundred percent, they pick up the fifth year option. Gosh, I feel it like, feels like ninety eight percent, ninety seven percent. Oh, I don't think it's that high. No? No. And I said before he went on that heater, that run, that uh, I wouldn't pick it up. But I changed my tune. You know, I, I'm flexible. And yep. I said, yes, I would pick it up. I, I think you got to keep him around. But, I mean, it's to me it's not that high. I, I, I still, I mean, I put it. What's the number? 70-30. Okay. Maybe 65, um, maybe 65-45. Like right, right around in 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 that area, sixty five, forty five, sixty five, something like that. Yeah, right around. I don't know if that adds up. Sixty five, forty five, one ten. Yeah, okay. we go we go over. So out of one hundred and ten, yeah. you're sixty five percent sure. Yeah, okay, forty five percent. Okay, 
Um, well, it's not crazy that you would handicap it that way because they're just trying to shop the guy in the most recent season. So maybe I am too high, and you reserve the right to let him play it out and get a deal done in the final deal if he continues to produce for you, a la Garrett Bowles. Yeah. So, yeah. Probably picking it up, though. Probably. You, you know, you, you, you're finally starting to see something, and you have to make that call early for the Broncos. I mean, unfortunately, that's just what you have to do. And I think you just you err on the side of caution here and say, okay, at the worst, okay, we're stuck with him for one more year at, you know, let's say 17 million bucks, 18 million bucks. At the worst. And he's going to be going to his free agent year. Hopefully we can have a great year, get a great year from him. But you don't want to go in and him light it on fire this year with Sean Payton. Right. And just like, oh, there he was, 15th pick overall. This is who we expected to see right. more consistently the first three years. And then you're like, oh, now we got to try to redo this deal. Oh, my gosh. What if he doesn't want to resign? Now right. what are we going right. to do? It's like, uh, no, screw you guys. I'm going to free agency. Yeah. Yeah, it's not crazy. I feel like the safer route would be to just – Hit him with the fifth-year option and kind of go from there. Yeah, agree, agree. Well, we we had that report from Albert Breer from Sports Illustrated. Lindsey Jones of The Ringer was on a podcast um, very recently, acknowledged the the Jerry Judy uh, trade speculation, and said um, there's been some buzz around Denver lately. While going on to state that the Broncos have some larger contracts, are trying to figure out. Uh, what is uh, going to work with whatever Russell Wilson's offense is going to look like? She said Sutton's a guy whose name has been buzzing around a little bit as maybe a guy who could get moved. What would it take for Cortland Sutton to, to get traded? Because we know he has the contract that he signed, which was uh, $35 million guaranteed over four years, worth up to $61 million. Yeah, I just don't see it happening at all. Like, when you look at the scenarios, it just doesn't make sense. Because I... I say that because I don't think you can get something good in return that makes it worthwhile trading a you know what number two receiver. Yeah. What what what, what would realistically you could get for Corlin Sutton? Can't not not a first round pick. There's no chance. Uh, probably not a second round pick. That's when he was drafted. I mean, he's making um, fourteen million bucks this this year. So you're, you're paying him a lot of money, and he's a number two receiver. Uh, it's what, what third, four, fourth rounder, maybe? I, I, Fit? It, it was fourth in my head. Right. Okay. So, because it's not fantasy is it football. Worth, is it worth it? it? No, it's not. And, and I mean, not if you're trying to win. Right. Because you can't even, you can't even clear cap space with them. Right. Like that, that could potentially come next year. Like his dead cap goes from over 25 million all the way down to seven something. And you save 10 million next year. His cap hit would be 17 million dead cap of seven. So that's when you can just move on from him if he doesn't play well this year. Right. And and then that's fine. But you just can't get enough in return to move a guy like that who's a solid football player. Whether right. you love him or not, he's at, at the bare minimum a solid football player. He can help you out. And so why? For, for nothing? Peanuts on the dollar there? I think you're looking for pennies there. Yeah, that's what I said. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. On the dollar. You, don't, I mean, you don't do that, right? That's typically that bad business. Especially, I mean, look, we we saw how thin this group got when Tim Patrick wasn't in the fold out of the gate. And it was like, oh, yeah, like we're one injury away from being. And then it was like, oh, wait, KJ Hamler's not right. And then now you're like, oh, my gosh, Kendall Hinton's just like the full-time slot receiver. He's like getting like serious targets. Oh, Brandon Johnson's playing now. Yeah. Oh, wait, who else is playing? 
that Seth Williams? I mean, you know, that's yep. where we were. Yep. So it went from robust uh, to thin real quick. And Sutton, uh, is Sutton ever going to recapture what he was in 2019? When he was over 1,100 yards and six touchdowns. He's never been a touchdown guy. It, that's just never been Sutton. He's got 14. Does that surprise you? Um, oh, go ahead. He's yeah, got 14 total yeah it, it, it does, considering who we thought he was in the first two years. I mean, he's got 14 touchdowns. Stoke, 10 of them are in the first 28 games of his career. Then he's got four in the last three seasons. So 10 well, in the first two, obviously one injury-riddled season right. in, in 2020. But so just take that out of it. He like, only played one game. Yeah, like, okay, yeah. so th- that doesn't count. He had 10 touchdowns in the first two seasons, four touchdowns in the last two seasons. It is surprising, isn't it? I mean, he's a big body guy, too. Yes. So, you know, you're at the three yard line. What do you see? A lot of fades, a lot of back shoulders, and the big body over little body guy, yep. right? Yep. Just go get it. This is what you do. This is what separated you from everyone else. This is what made you an elite receiver, was being able to do this. And we, I don't I don't, we haven't seen it. No. We haven't seen him go up and get a fade in the back of the end zone from the three-yard line. Nope. Uh, so it's, um, yeah, I mean, that should be one of his strengths, but it's not. It's not. And the problem is when you just said what you just said right now, it's not one of his strengths. What is Cortland Sutton's current number one strength? Yeah, I, I just, I don't know. There's, there's nothing that really stands out. It's not his speed. It's not his 50-50 ball. It's not the deep ball. It's not his route running. It's not his hands. We saw him drop more passes this yeah. year than ever before. Yeah. I mean, he's good, solid, good at some of those things that um, need, need need him to get back to that 2018-2019 uh, form this year. Great start to his career. KKFN, KKFN, HD1, Longmont, Denver. That's a great start to my career also, especially this week. I just You had plenty of opportunity. I mean, it was there, <laughs> low-hanging fruit and... Yeah, I just looked down. It was right there, 57. I said, I got to take advantage of it. Got to pounce. He had 50 catches for first downs in 2019 alone. 50 catches for first downs. It's a lot. It's a lot, man. Yeah. It's a lot. Like, he had he, like, he had a 70-yard play in 2019. I just can't envision Cortland Sutton having a 70-yard play. <laughs> I, 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 just, I just can't. I, so... I don't know. I don't know what should, we should expect from Sutton. Maybe it's just kind of more of the same. But even statistically, it was one of the you know arguably a second best year, and it just it, it didn't actually feel like that. Maybe um, you know we just hope that with the Sean Payton being here, new yeah, offense, yeah, and that uh, we can just see him return to that type of form. But it doesn't it doesn't make sense to try to trade the guy right now at all. It just it's. I just laugh at that. It's, that it's like it's like the conversation of, oh yeah, we're going to trade Garrett Bowles. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, really? Same thing here. It's, <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't make sense at all when you talk it through. Uh, zero, zero. Uh, but I, I, you know, with a guy like Cortland Sutton playing the wide receiver position, I mean, that would make more sense than trading Garrett Bowles. Yeah, but it still makes no sense. So I just don't see them um, trading Cortland Sutton. What's up, boys? They they, they would if they fellas? they would if they could though. But but what are you going to get for him? Nothing. Like exactly. A, That's fifth. the issue. There is no value for Cortland Sutton. Right I mean, so it doesn't make sense. F- if you got a fifth rounder, I think you'd be lucky. But it doesn't make sense to trade him for a fifth rounder. If they're, they're taking all of his salary, I'll trade him for a fifth. Yeah. You're still going to have a salary. Right. But you're still going to have the cap hit. Um, so 
For me, even if he's your second best he's wide your fourth, receiver. He's your fourth receiver if everybody's healthy. Well, who's fourth? your third? Fourth? Third is K.J. Hamler. Oh, no. K.J. Hamler no. hasn't done anything First of all, we're, we're, oh. we're, That's we're gonna, we got to wait and see what happens with Tim Patrick <laughs> as well. Well, no, no. <laughs> I, said, I, said, I, said, I said if everybody's healthy. Right. You know, if they're everybody, all healthy. Everybody could be healthy and, and Tim Patrick could lose a step. That's what happened to Cortland Sutton. Uh, All right, think that's true. Up after the ACL, that's I mean, true. It's right? it's it's over for Cortland Sutton here in terms of being an impactful receiver. Oh, I don't. I, I, I don't know. I'm not ready to uh, bury Jerry him Judy, just yet. Jerry Judy's your number one guy. By that's fine. And then Tim Patrick's the second best guy because he catches everything. Well, I mean, what has Hamler done though? Hamler gives you Hamler gives you things that nobody else can, which is he spreads the field and he can go deep. Like we've been talking about that since draft night. He's just never done it. Fine, if he's hurt, he's hurt. But if anybody's can't stay healthy, okay, fine, then move on. But if um, I'm assuming assuming we're having this conversation about everybody being healthy, I'm assuming we're not. We're just assuming injury. But even when KJ has been healthy, we've never seen him do anything. Oh, no, come on, Zach. I mean, not he's, he's done things when he's healthy that what? nobody else has done. What? Oh, he got like, behind the defense. No, 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 what, no. What, what's the number one play that comes to mind? Uh, uh, you know, yeah, I don't have your memory. But, you know, no, he, no, I'm he, asking you, you, you for are, one, brother. I'm asking you for one. He's caught touchdowns, Zach, behind the defense. Me and him are tied for touchdowns in the last two years. Uh, so you're factoring in injuries, I guess. He's Stoke is, uh, you know, fed out with these. He's got three career touchdowns. He's got 600. So you're cool. down on K.J. Hamler. How can you be high on him? He hasn't done squat. Because he's the fastest guy on the team and is a real football player, unlike Montreal, Washington. Wait. He, uh, Unfortunately for Montreal, he's a nice guy now. So because he's fast, he's a great football player. He hasn't been a great football player. I know. He's been hurt. What do you want me to do? I wouldn't have drafted him in the first place. N- not, neither took, would I. I said that on draft. You took back-to-back receivers. I, Whose I, idea was that? I said that on the day after the draft. I've never wavered. The guy's uh, idea who that was is neither one of them are here. That was, and listen, is anybody doubting Jerry Judy's the best receiver on the team? I know you can't stand Jerry Judy, but. Right now, today, no, I'm not doubting that. No, he's, he's, uh, the, he's the number one. He, he's the number one. Um, what has what bothers me about Jerry Judy is not his skill set. It's the fact that he hasn't been able to put it all together from a playbook standpoint. Mm-hmm. Understand where he's at in the progression. Understand that, hey, I'm number two in this play, so I need to be open a little bit slower. He'd get there if he was healthy. But, yeah. you know, he's not been healthy. So, if, you know, listen, I can't argue that. The dude hasn't been healthy. No. The question is, will he ever be healthy? But will Gordon Sutton ever be healthy? Will Tim Patrick re- rebound the right way? I don't know. Who knows? But at, at least Cortland Sutton has some semblance of production over the years. He like, does, but he's slowing down. He doesn't have any separation, and he's got two touchdowns in 26 games. Yeah, I know. That's why it has to be the clear cut. Either you're looking at Cortland to be the number two wide receiver or number three. You cannot look at him as a number one wide receiver uh, in the NFL. I think he's number four because I want a slot guy one way or the other, and I don't think he's a slot guy. Yeah. Big, slow slot guy. I mean, that's you might as well have a tight end. Playing yeah. slot instead of Corlin Sutton. No, you're just doing it for specific well, situations it, for Corlin Yeah, if you got a guy, a big guy in the slot, I'd rather have Albert O than Corlin Sutton. Yeah. And he's probably faster than Corlin Sutton, too. That's ironic. Yeah. Albert O can't play. <laughs> That's problematic. Football at all? Greg Dulcich. So I take Greg Dulcich in that role. Because you could have a you could have Salbert or a blocking tight end there, a guy like Tomlinson, and then you could have Dulcich in the slot, and all of a sudden he's Travis Kelsey. At least that role. Well, first That's of all, we're going to one tight end set. Sean Payton just walked in the building, fellas. The, the days of two tight ends out there on the football field, that's third and one. Yeah, no, I, that's a good point, too. So it, I'd invest your money on a, on a running game anyways. Yeah. So you, you want to do that. Gotta you got to go want, heavy in the run game. You want to spend some money, man. Like, Cecil hates, like, Josh Jacobs or Saquon Barkley. And I'm like, 
you, you're going to take two years to build up this offensive line. You may as well invest in a really good running back, especially if you don't know where Javante Williams is going to be. Or smaller skill set with wide receivers, right, where you could see a, a world where Jerry's the number one and then you have K.J. Hamler and Kendall Hitton out there and you're going to that quick passing game and a shotgun as well. I think we all, like, I doubt Cecil hates Saquon and Josh Jacobs. Hates them. We had that conversation last night after the show. Like, he hates their game. He just thinks they're it's ridiculous you're gonna for to, either You're going to have guys. to pay them because those, those yeah. are the number one and two. Uh, and I just, uh, like, for me, fundamentally, I am not trying to pay a free agent running back. But you're, all you're, the positions. Right, yeah, you see how it works out with every every single one of them. Right. That's what they're talking but, about with Zeke right now. Zeke's yeah. done. Yeah. He's absolutely done. You get ran into the ground. Yep. Josh Jacob, the load that he carried last year, remember, at the start of the year, Josh McDaniels wasn't giving him that workload, wasn't giving him the football. So, yes, his body held up with the circumstances of not having no security and get the free agency and things like that. But now you go into a different team, they're going to view Josh Jacobs the exact same way. Mm. And they're going to view Saquon the exact same way as they've been this past year, and those guys are going to get ran right. to the ground. But your first free agent guy, your first two free agent guys that you always pick up, in general, you always overpay for, always, at any position. So the question every year is, who are you willing to overpay a little bit for? For the Broncos, two free agents, who are you willing to say, I got it, we're overpaying for him, but teams always overpay for their first couple of free agents at every position. No. So who's it going to be? I think it's got to be inside linebacker, and I think it, when you look at it, you got to get a tight end. you got to get a tight end that can be on the field for Those every are your guys? Down. Not running back? Nothing I'm, for the running game? I am I, never going to play. I would have I'm, running back last. I would I'm, have every other yeah, position I'm ahead never of gonna, running back. I'm never going to touch offensive linemen because good offensive linemen don't hit free agency. Right. They about McGlinchey? don't. McGlinchey. Mike McGlinchey? <laughs> yeah, your pal. Oh. Yeah, he's going to get paid. It better not be by the Broncos. Wow. We'll go down that path. I was curious what you're going to say about him. Yeah, man, right tackles, you can't find him, man. They're just, they're if either they're good enough and they get paid and they stay, or they they become available and they're, they're, something's wrong with them. You, you don't let good offensive linemen no, walk. Of course not, it just does not happen in this league. And honestly, when you look at every single offensive line, show me an offensive line in the league, I'll show you the weakest link. And I'll show you how they hide the weakest link. Even with Philadelphia, I love Jason Kelsey's game to death. Jason Kelsey's the weakest link on that offensive line. He works is small, that, he's though. undersized. Yeah, works for that. And the fact that at the center position now you put some big guards beside him, you're going to get movement because he's going to get the, the benefit of double teaming. They so, figured that out, though, because they went to the rugby style to convert. Yeah. Okay. It's, they're not breaking any rules. Should the rule be changed? I don't know. Probably, you know, because aesthetically it doesn't look like a football play. But If they, if they don't, and I, I'm sure you guys talked about it, but, you know, Dean Blandino said that Sean Payton, while watching the Super Bowl, said we're going to do that every single time Dude, until they change the Yeah, rule. because it's not just good on fourth and one. It's good on fourth and two as well. Yeah. The yeah. push they get on that play is... Well, be better on first and second down. I absolutely love that play. Let the big boys eat. That's why you're paying these offensive linemen. I don't mind it. Let them be- move because people. it keeps the offensive on the field, and it, it does give more impetus for the defense to be stronger, you know, to not let it get to fourth down. There's also a way to defend the play. I mean, dude, you're just seeing the Eagles yeah, take it's advantage of, it's of it. It's kind of a great play when you yeah. think about it. There's, you're going to see defensive say, okay, defensive line, we're going to tighten it up, and now we're going to cut the offensive linemen. And then linebackers, now you're going to have the second wave. Instead of being five yards off the ball, you're going to be at three, and now you're going to fill and, and, you know, just try to jack up or eject everything coming over the top. Hey, real quick before Zach uh, splits. Yeah. And we'll have tons of time, Orlando. I'm glad you're here to get into it. What takes um, a quicker amount of time, pitching, uh, uh, picking the Bachelor winner 
or a defensive coordinator for the Broncos. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is a little bit unusual, isn't it? I mean, it's February 22nd. Well, you realize all the other teams got all their other major guys figured out. Yeah. Like, the, I mean, well, we'll see what the Eagles do. But they just had their second interview with VJ today. And they were just in the Super Bowl, too. And they were just in the Super Bowl. But everybody else has it figured out except for the Broncos. So everybody that wants to claim uh, we're waiting for the right candidate, uh, he, <laughs> come on, stop. I mean, that's not what's going on right now. You can't figure it out is what's going on. You're not waiting for the right guy. Now you're have to you're you're trying to have to figure out who you're going to settle for. Yeah, it's uh it's a little bit different. It almost feels like they're, you know, they don't they do not have that bird in hand. Yeah. You know, they do not have that bird in hand. So, because if they wanted to, and I gave you credit earlier today, it's like, you know, what you said yesterday. If you wanted to hire Rex Ryan, it's done. <laughs> so it feels like it's almost like okay, it's 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 eleven thirty at night. I know I can take her home, but do I want to just sort of wait it out to see if something wait, else wait, pops wait. up? What time is the bar closing? Four. Oh, uh, so it's going at eleven thirty in New York anyway. I don't know why <laughs> well, yeah, the bars I'm, would stay I'm, I'm open until four. Whatever bar you're talking yeah. about, now, <laughs> this is a hypothetical bar. Oh, so you I've never been a, at a bar. You think it's all right? Theoretically, <laughs> closing times at four, and right now is eleven thirty for the Broncos. Yeah. Oh uh, no, no. Now, oh, if it was a four, oh, no, now it's, it's like three forty-five. Yeah, it's three forty-five. It's three forty-five. It's three forty-five. I'm, I'm worried. Fellas. That last I'm, song, I'm that feel- last song is on. It's closing time. Semi Sonic is playing on the uh, uh, the DJ's playing it. Combine's less than a week away. It is closing time. It, but but it's three forty-five and the bar closes at four. You're it's gonna, not two fifty. It, it is three forty-five. You know uh, why, fellas? Because. At the Combine, you get an opportunity of saying, hey, put these guys on the list. We're going to interview these guys behind closed doors. We're going to start talking about ball with these guys. We also get to go into big auditorium. We're going to get another 15 minutes. You start really diving into these guys' background and, and their ability once the Combine starts. Right now, we don't even know what, what defense we're running here in, with the Broncos. Well, I've, I do feel because it's taking this much time, Rush Ryan, you could have done, VJ could have done. You could have any of these guys at this point. There's got to be somebody else that they're talking to. Mystery candidate. There's got to be. At this point, there's got to be. How could there not be, Zach? I'm not saying they're going to go in that direction, yeah, yeah, yeah. but there's got to be a reason at this point. Well, I think there was um, mystery candidates in the coaching search. Yep. And um, we'll see. I mean, the, Marvin Lewis. Are yeah. we talking to Marvin Lewis? The names Are we, we talking to Pagano? Yeah. The, I, both, both Paganos, Marvin Lewis, Mike Zimmer. Uh, yeah. I mean, they're not the well, sexiest. We're not talking to both Paganos. I'm really close with one of them. Okay. Well. Um, and he, he's a little upset where he he thought he was going to end up. Uh, he, he was looking at a, another potential place, and it just got pulled right from beneath them. So I'll tell you guys about that off here. Okay. Don't oh, want to put his business oh, out there on the streets. Oh, 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 all right, but yeah. not both Picados. But it does it does feel that way, right? A mystery names? candidate. Yes, it does, it does feel, feel like a mystery. It, it, yes. At this point, it better be it's that. It's two o'clock <laughs> on a Wednesday. What are we doing here? Every other team has got it figured out. I mean, I just think they're going to keep um, what's his face in Indy. I, um, ah, I forget his name. Bradley, Gus Bradley in Indy. It feels like they're just going to keep him. He was there. I think you know Steichen will just keep him. So th- everybody's done. Do, do we all understand that? If they keep Gus Bradley. And the Eagles, I'm going to assume the Eagles are going to at least offer VJ. Although I think VJ wants to be here, but it hasn't happened yet. If if the Broncos made an offer to VJ, he'd be here. You'd already hear that. Mm. I think that um, Sean Payton wanted Vic Fangio. I do Vic too. Fangio said no, and I wow. just find it hard to believe wow. when he's when Sean Payton is interviewing Greg Penner. I find it hard to believe that his plan was Vance Joseph for Rex Ryan. Yeah. So that's why I keep on Thank telling you. people: Is the Thank Broncos' you. job really that attractive? 
It was attractive for Sean Payton, yes, but other coaches do. Other coaches look at the Broncos' job and say that's an attractive right, position and I want to be there. Really quick, because I know we're, we're bad on time. You think Fangio said no, or do you think they told them we're not hiring a guy back a year later after we fired him? You think it's Fangio or the Broncos saying no? Owners. I would hope it would have been. Same general manager, was, George Payton. I think it was I, Fangio oh that gosh, said no. I would hope. You think it's Fangio that said no? I would, And I would hope George Payton wouldn't have the swing to decide that. So George you think, Payton got publicly spanked. Why, so, why are we thinking George Payton has any words to say Why about would Fangio say no? Maybe Miami's just a better job, better position. Hmm. All right. You know, are we sure the Broncos' defense is... Who, right. who's, who from the Broncos' defense is like a true needle mover that you're sure is back next year? Mm-hmm. Right, we gotta get, I love talking to you. I'm sorry. We could do this. Right, we can do it all day. We will do it all day. That's what we do. We'll come back with it next.